Star Wars Action News is brought to you in part by Brian's Toys. At Brian'sToys.com, you can find Star Wars toys and collectibles from 1977 to the present. Brian's Toys has it all, from vintage toys and action figures right up to the latest releases. And when checking out, be sure to say you were referred to Brian's Toys by Star Wars Action News. So go check out the world's largest selection of Star Wars toys at Brian'sToys.com. Listening to Star Wars Action News, your source for Star Wars collecting news, reviews, and updates, helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Be sure to check out our website at SWActionNews.com, where you can see photos of the items discussed, chat with other Star Wars Action News listeners, and much more, including information on how you can be part of the show. Welcome to the pre-Christmas edition of Star Wars Action News. We have some last-minute gift ideas for you in the show. We do? Uh, yeah, that RC Hailflyer droid. Well, true, true. That was on our holiday list, but we are going to be talking about it because... You have to buy it. I just couldn't resist when it was on Target for $35, and now it's kind of fun to torture our dogs with. You need to stop that. All right. Scare them. I'm not torturing our dogs. That is correct. That would be cruel and unusual. It's really fun to play with the dogs and the Hailfire droid at the same time. The dogs don't like the Hailfire droid. Which is what makes it so much fun. We'll get to that. We also have some last-minute online news. And for you procrastinators like Marjorie, who do all your Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve. No, I don't. You don't anymore, but you used to. Only because that's when the big sales were. Well, we have some big sales in Star Wars this week. But before we get started, I have a correction to last week. I don't know what I was thinking when Marjorie said we need to get a custom Gamorrean mug. Many intrepid listeners wrote in and go, uh, they made one. And what's worse is I own it. And we walk past it every day on the way to the recording studio. But it's still in its box and... I just didn't think about it. It is incredibly cute, and so we need to think of other characters to get customs of. Not sure who or what we'll get. Like I said, the character and the person has to be mugworthy. By person, you mean the artist. Yes. Just not anybody's going to use one of my blank mugs. But let's start off at the store report. I am really close to starting a movement to get all of our listeners to boycott Toys R Us. I really am. I have had it. Up to here. And you can't see my hand, but my hand is as high as Toys R Us pricing. They have raised the prices of all figures again. And they don't even have any new figures. I haven't seen a single Return of the Jedi figure ever at our Toys R Us. And Yak Face was commenting on Facebook. They started a nationwide poll. Nobody's seen Return of the Jedi at Toys R Us. Hmm. We know what's odd. It's Toys R Us and actually Target and Walmart both. It also seems like there's no set price for this line of figures and they're all over the map at any time you go to the store you don't know what you're going to find whereas previously usually the figures stick at a price point for their entire run unless they're sales or something like that but these seem to go up and down with the price of oil almost well that's perhaps because oil is in figures but i don't think yeah that's that's why i said that but i don't think it's the case i think that it's just a victim of a poor economy poor shopping season people aren't shopping like they normally are As much as Toys R Us is charging, they should have a personal concierge shopper that will go and find the figures for me on the pegs. Yeah, that's called me. Yeah, but you do that at Walmart and I get to save a lot of money. 
Not necessarily. I want to know why Toys R Us raised the prices just in time to then have a sale where their sale prices were two for nine ninety nine on the greatest hits and Clone Wars figures, which is a pretty good price. And then the same price Walmart was charging for the vintage figures. Only it's Walmart's everyday price. Although Walmart's been rolling them back to six bucks lately. So see, it's all over the map. It is. I realize there's the whole Walmart high cost of low prices. I don't care. I don't want to pay this much for my figures. (laughs) I really don't. So I'm really upset at Toys R Us. That said, if you have missed out on the awesome Rise of Boba Fett Battle Pack, Toys R Us is having it on sale this week for $99.99. Not the lowest price of the season, but lower than retail, lower than its average price. Honestly, and if you do Christmas earlier, if you have Toys R Us gift cards... Makes it even lower. Maybe you can even get it free. Tis the season to get gift cards. True. Also, Uncle Milton is going to be a third off at Toys R Us this week. Yeah, it's just not as cheap as it was last year. Last year, they're giving it away. And the Force Trainer was one of the Amazon Lightning deals last week. So that was something to keep an eye out for. But a third off is still not bad. I think it's a good time to buy some of those wall lights. The remote they are control cheap wall on lights. Amazon right now. Very cheap. Over at Kmart, which I don't advocate going to because, well, they're evil. However, if you find some place that price matches, like Walmart, you want to take the Kmart ad and go over there and get the mini rig vehicles, which are eleven ninety nine each, which is probably regular price at Walmart, maybe a dollar less. Actually, no. Walmart's regular price on those is sixteen ninety seven. So you can save some money. Yeah, take your Kmart ad over to Walmart or Target price matches, and they appear to be the least evil of the evil conglomerate corporations. Every evil, every company is evil. There's just nothing you can do about it. Well, nobody's made a documentary on how Target is evil. No, but I used to work there. Oh, well. And not so nice. Speaking of Target, I got some more emails from listeners this week saying that nine packs were just sitting in their area with large quantities of them. But this is also very hit and miss. One person reported having it marked down to $35. Some people say they are just sitting there for 50 And then there's people like us. I've been to several Targets recently. We went to St. Louis over the weekend. Not a nine-pack to be found anywhere. And that's typical with exclusives, though. Some places swim in them, and other places, they're gone before they even hit the shelves. Over at Meyer, which is not Fred Meyer, but I'm really confused because at our Meyer, there is a book at the checkout about the story of Fred Meyer. So I'm very confused on this. If somebody knows about this, could you let me know? <laughs> they have the Boba Fett helmet for $30. Not the lowest it's been, but again, a good price. If you procrastinate this long shopping, well, you got to pay a little more at this point. Now at Toys R Us, I did have an impulse buy. You know, this happens quite a bit when you go to the toy store and you don't find what you're looking for. This one was completely my fault though. It was because I hadn't even noticed them. Yeah, but see, the Toys R Us aisle is so packed in every single one we go to. When there's something new, it sticks out. They had these really cool Lego pens. Now, these are the ones last year we saw at Toy Fair at not the Lego booth, but some other strange gifty booth like you find at Toy Fair. Went back to Lego and talked to them about it. They knew nothing about these pens for some reason. Well, now the pens have hit the market. Now, maybe they were sitting in the Lego section. I do know they stick some Lego pens and watches over on, like, end caps of Legos. But these were cool because instead of the old pens where you got one character per pen, here you got two characters per pens. And we had a C-3PO Jango Fett two-pack and an R2-D2 Chewbacca two-pack. One pen, two Lego characters. And the Jango Fett C-3PO was very, very cool because both were vac metalized. 
Hmm. I like the R2. See, you got the R2. You kind of guilted me into him because I'm like, the R2 is not vac metalized. He does not need it. But you're like, but they're life partners. They are life partners. They have to be together. You can't separate them. I also got the Darth Revan Mighty Mug at a St. Louis Toys R Us for $3. And that's about all he's worth. Now, if only I needed a Hoth Han or a Grand Moff Tarkin Mighty Mug because I'm swimming in them at my Toys R Us for $3 each. Now, I also did some Christmas shopping for our nephew. Yes, I have a nephew, Luke, now. You can tell what we're going to be buying. Yes. Her nephew, Luke. Well, and his sister, Lily, loves Star Wars, so I'm hoping that their brothers, or my brother's love of Star Wars is carrying through to his kids, since he named his son Luke. I found a really cool Star Wars ABC book that has characters from the six movies and their corresponding letter. Now, this had been kind of an internet meme for a while. This has been kind of getting the viral buzz, but I didn't realize exactly what it was. I'd been seeing some of the pages and things. I thought it was kind of an art book, but no, it's just kind of a kid's book. Yeah, like A is for Anakin, B for Boba Fett, C, of course, is C-3PO. And it has a picture of the character as well as like a little one sentence about them. For example, C-3PO speaks countless languages. The Wookiees have wavy fur for W. So that'd be kind of cool gift. I see what they're doing there. Wookiees wavy. C-3PO Countless. Mm-hmm. Darth Dark. Alliteration. Huh. Arnie learned something. This book's really hard to get, too. Amazon is sold out. Barnes & Noble had a few copies online, but they won't ship for, like, two to three weeks. Our store luckily had a few copies, so I was able to pick one up for Arnie. Yay! Now I can read. My nephew, Luke. Yay! Now he can read. Well, actually, his big sister's probably gonna get a big kick out of teaching him to read Star Wars. And while I was at the bookstore, I went to the newsstand to look for a new issue of Toy Fair so I can read my Twisted Toy Fair Theater. They didn't have one. But I found yet another commemorative Star Wars Insider on the newsstands. Every so often, I question my completionist thing as I bought it for 15 U.S. dollars. Ouch! That's like a book price. A hardcover book price yeah. at that. It's kind of thick. Like a game guide, it is 140 pages, so I guess I'm paying about a dime a page. And it is their interview special, just chock full of interviews. What I kind of like is that they've separated it by era. They start off with all their original trilogy interviews, then go into all their prequel interviews, and end with the Clone Wars interviews. It's not as bad as some of their recent reprint magazines have been because they kind of went to the archives. They pulled out an interview with Peter Cushing, who played the original Grand Moff Tarkin, and he's now dead. They have an interview with Alec Guinness, and he's now dead. They have an interview with David Prowse, who's now dead to Lucasfilm. (laughs) And not just the actors. They've got Rick McCollum, Phil Tippett, Clone Wars sound editor David Accord. So there's a lot of interviews in here. No new content, but it's nice to see some of the much older content making a resurgence along with, yeah, some Clone Wars interviews that were just published low those many weeks ago. It's $15. I consider that excessive. I really, really do, but I bought it. I have to say, though, it stopped me from buying other things at Barnes & Noble. They had a big Star Wars display back in the book section. And on it were a ton of greeting cards. And I'm not just talking Christmas cards. I'm talking birthday, congratulations, bar mitzvah. I mean, they just had a whole plethora of cards there. And I 
pretty much pick up all the Star Wars greeting cards, but seeing so many new ones in one place at $5 a card, plus already having this overpriced magazine in my hand, I passed on the Christmas cards. What? I did buy you already some Star Wars Christmas cards. You did. I, I was not positive if I'd had any of these. I knew some I was seeing for the first time. None of them were cool. They didn't make sounds. They didn't have really cool animation on it. It was all pretty standard clip art. And at $5 a card, the other thing they had there, and I really wanted to buy these, but I didn't. They had original trilogy Empire Strikes Back bookmarks. Now, growing up, I had the Empire Strikes Back bookmark that had the tassel that came out of the top of the book and the little bead. But I don't know how it works with my iPad, though. Where does the bookmark go? In my collection. Ah. The problem was, I also remember bookmarks being... 50 cents. Yeah. And they came with that cool tassel for 50 cents. These had no tassel and they were $4. So you've got a thing for tassels is what you're telling me. Depends where they are, but (laughs) I am not paying $4 for a bookmark because you know what? I can take $4 bills and mark four places in a book (laughs) and look better doing it. I couldn't believe $4 a bookmark. I so wanted those and I just couldn't do it. I was like having and hawing. Do I get the magazine or the bookmarks? Not like It was, if I got both, I couldn't eat that week, but I just couldn't justify urinating away that much money. Really, it was like, I I like them, but I just can't do it. Now, speaking of the Star Wars Insider, if you subscribe to the Star Wars Insider right now, you can get an R2-D2 magazine holder, which is kind of cool, actually. It is kind of cool. I think you could actually make one yourself, too, though. So you just need some heavyweight cardboard and to be able to print out... Whatever it is that you want. You can probably make a Darth Vader one, too, if you wanted. Now, the subscription's 50 bucks for a year, where you only get eight issues, which include two 100-page specials, but not like this interview special, because I didn't get it in the mail. If I was supposed to, yeah, I got hosed. Yeah. But since I'm already a subscriber, I can purchase said cardboard magazine holder for $16. That's kind of expensive. I actually, you're calling it cardboard. I went with that. I don't think it's cardboard. It says it's printed in full color with a high gloss scuff resistant varnish. I'd buy that for $16. And in fact, I shall immediately after the show. Unless you feel you need a Star Wars Insider subscription. Not really, no. It used to make sense when we would both be in the fan fan club. club. And we needed you to also get into celebration early and things. But I really can't believe that the fan club is not coming back. I really cannot believe that. I think it is up to the next head of fan relations. Although that's not really a corporate title. I don't think like GE has head of GE fan relations. Are there GE fans? Are there I'm sure there are. Who go to GE conventions. I'm sure they wait in do. line. They call them car shows so they don't sound as geeky, but really because GE doesn't make cars. They make refrigerators and washers and dryers. I meant GM. Oh. Did I say GE? You did say GE. <laughs> that's why I was like, all right. But if there is another head of fan relations, then perhaps it's up to them to figure out what a fan club could be in the 21st century. I have some ideas. Dan Madsen has some ideas. I think they should call Dan Madsen. I miss the fan club breakfast. Even though they really sucked at the end, and they were more of just, hey, we want to take $75 for you and give you a really ugly t-shirt that you'll never wear anywhere. But And I miss the grab bags that they gave. I'd much rather have the grab bags of obscure stuff from the Lucasfilm archives than some stupid-ass t-shirt. Speaking of coffee, this is what we call a segue, folks. That was a collision segue. Well, you were talking about breakfast, and I drink coffee at breakfast. Yes. We will have a review 
on our next regular show of the Dark Side Coffee recently released by ThinkGeek.com. Now, it's a dark roast coffee, which Arnie is not a fan of dark roast. He likes that wimpy, weak coffee, whereas I like a good, solid coffee that's going to put some hair on my chest. But how can I not drink the dark roast of the Sith? That sounds disgusting. It is brewed and roasted by stormtroopers. So I'm kind of curious how this is going to be. It probably is just going to be just regular coffee, of course, but... Were the beans picked by stormtroopers under the imperial rule of Grand Moff Juan Valdez? They might have been, yes. It's a gimmick. I'm going to buy it. You did buy it. Yeah. It'd be cool to have the bag, I guess. I'll dump the beans out and... Well, oh, God, I hope it's whole bean instead of pre-ground, because if it's pre-ground, it's already going to taste like crap. I'm sorry I'm a coffee snob. I have to have my coffee and whole bean so I can grind it fresh to brew. The best part of waking up is Dark Lord in your cup. Also online this week, at Brian's Toys, Star Wars Action News sponsor, you can pre-order some gentle giant items. They have the Pre-Vizsla maquette and the Aura Sing mini bust up for pre-order. You could also pre-order the 2010 Comic 2-Pack exclusive set, four comic packs, eight figures for $69.99. And we have a coupon code for you. Get $15 off all orders of $75 or more of in-stock merchandise with coupon code CHRISTMAS15. That's CHRISTMAS15 to save $15. And remember, when checking out at Brian's Toys, please be sure to mention that you were referred to them by the podcast Star Wars Action News. It was also announced this week for us persecuted Mac users, we can now play the Clone Wars Adventures online. Are you persecuted now? I really think that the Mac has gone the way of the geek and you guys rule the world because have you been in an Apple store lately? Even my dad owns an iPod for Christ's sake. Well, we work in the digital market, but as far as actual computers go still kind of persecuted i was very disappointed actually when clone wars adventures came out and i tried loading it up and got an incompatibility message because they kept talking about it works in your browser isn't the whole thing about browsers that it works everywhere except on a mac it's the wrong browser there's like two people that are going to get that joke so now you can play that by going to clonewarsadventures.com and we'll be reviewing that on an upcoming episode of republic forces radio network Gentle Giant announced some pre-orders this week for some of their 12-inch figures, which are the big giant ones that look like pool toys. I kind of like the Tuscan Raider, or the Sand People, I should say. He's kind of cool. I love his big plastic vinyl cape. See, I just don't know that I like that cape. I... It's very nostalgic for me. That's the thing. And I think that's what they're banking on. And dear God, I'm skipping that Luke. <laughs> I never liked the vintage Luke. Blasphemer. He's kind of creepy looking with that blonde hair. He's kind of like He-Man. Wearing a robe, isn't he? No, that's more like the 1995 one. I like the vintage 1977 Luke. That said, I've seen this in person, and I just, I wasn't impressed by the humans. So, you can pre-order these now on a number of websites, but I won't be. They also put up a Wicket quote-unquote mini-bust. However, it looks like Wicket just fell asleep while he was drunk on the railroad tracks and got his legs cut off the knee. I was thinking he sunk into some tar, but you went more violent. That's me. It's cute! It is, but you really can't have a bust of him. Here's the thing. They should have not tried to make it scale. That's what they shouldn't have done. Is They should have just made a wicked bust, like everything in scale with everything else, and just make them all the same. I kind of like that he's tiny, though. Yeah, but he looks like he got his legs cut off. He's the only bust with a butt. I've never removed Max Rebo from the organ. And I'm not sure about Salacious Crumb. Salacious Crumb has a butt. Yeah. I don't know. I 
Maybe at this point, it stops being a bust, though, because the yeah. whole thing about bust is referring to a specific body part. Here, it's a body. Speaking of bust, I got my 2-1-B bust in this week. 2-1-B is, of course, the medical droid from Empire and also the meeting liaison in Return of the Jedi, the one who tells everybody to take their seats and shut up. <laughs> is that an usher? I guess. In Return of the Jedi, he lit up, and so this bust also lights up. It takes two AAA batteries, which it comes with. I'm always thrilled when something comes with the batteries it requires. The thing that disturbs me about this bust is it's got a lot of little piping going everywhere. Yeah, but it's soft. It's flexible. I was worried, too, when I opened it. There's, like, one hard piece over here on his arms on each side, and that's metal. It feels like metal. But all the little piping is soft and flexible. So just a little rubber? Yeah. Although on his little hand not the pincher but the other one i don't know what he's doing with this side but it's kind of scary it does have a little hard piece of plastic so it's a little loop that would be difficult i really like the finish they gave to the shoulders and head the kind of metallic finish and it's kind of pitted like he's old and worn here's my only problem with it. i think it's a good bust although getting a bust of a droid is kind of funny i think well we have several c3po's out there i think it's kind of funny is on his head you can kind of see some of the glue inside because of the light and that could just be the manufacturing error but again someone's got to be really nitty-gritty like us yeah my only problem is you can see the light bulb too clearly i mean you know exactly where the light bulb is but it's good though i like it i like it too it's one of the better busts in a while and i got number 1204 out of i love this number 1980 very cool. If you've missed out on 21B, you can order him right now from Brian's Toys. Brian'sToys.com. Now, I also got some other packages in the mail this week. One from StarWarsShop.com. A few weeks ago, we mentioned on the show they had 25% off all items. And so I finally leapt upon the Wampa rug. Yeah, I wasn't sure how I felt about that coming out. Because it's kind of cheesy and... Takes up a lot of space on your floor. Which is good versus the wall because the walls are already pretty covered. True. So I was game for the floor space. I always thought he looked cute when we saw him at Celebration. I thought he looked cute. $100 was a bit much, but I was willing to go $75. i am so glad I did. <laughs> he is so cute. He is very cute. His head's rather large, though. <laughs> It looks like you kind of slayed the special <laughs> wampa. He's got a giant noggin. He's got nice, soft, stuffed animal fur, you know, like that. You know what I mean? That's like stuffed animal fur. Mm-hmm. He's got non-skid stuff on his bottom that hits on the floor so that if you step on him, you're not going to fall and crack your head. He's kind of cute. I like him. Nice addition. I wouldn't want to use it. But it's nice to have someplace where there's no traffic. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, they have the rubber no-skid stuff. I'm like, you mean you're going to step on him? I will never step on him, and I will slay anyone who tries to, and there will be a rug next to the Wampa rug because his perfect white fur does not get footprints. No, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. But I really like him, and so does your stuffed Jar Jar that you got at Comic-Con. Yeah. I got him at Wizard World. Well, Chicago Comic Con. Yeah, they keep changing their name. Yeah, Jar Jar seems to have taken to them. Now I don't have a sentry at the bottom of the stairs. Jar Jar's not guarding to keep the dogs out now. Now he's luxuriating on the Wampa rug. Yeah, we just need Jar Jar and the Wampa rug in front of a fireplace, I think. Oh, that's so wrong. Jar Jar at Hearth's Edge. (laughs) 
I also got those pens. We talked about the Lego pens earlier from the same company. Remember back at Toy Fair, they had these lightsaber pens that I thought were so cool. They looked way better in the case at Toy Fair, to be honest, in my opinion. Like the pre-production. They were normally 20 apiece at Star Wars Shop, 25% off, 15 apiece. I got all four, the Anakin, the Vader, the Yoda, and the Mace for the collection. And then for me to use everywhere I go, I got a beater mace. That's why I call the stuff I use is it's the beater copy. If I'm actually reading a book and the spine may get some cracks or the cover may get folded, it's my beater book. This is my beater mace window pen. It can get scuffed, scratched, broken. It's okay. I still have another one in the collection. So by having the beater, I can actually play with it and work with it a little bit, see how it feels in my hand. And I got to say... I was really unimpressed by how lightweight the pen was. I saw these only in a case at Toy Fair. I didn't get to touch them. And you know how a good quality pen, if you have a Mont Blanc, it's really hefty and has some good weight to it and it just feels good in your hand. Yeah, I, I've had some Bix that have this weight to it. Here's my problem with it. I've got two problems. The first being the biggest problem the blade. It's this weird, milky, swirly kind of... Glittery. ...color instead of translucent plastic, which probably would just look a lot better. In fact, it doesn't even look like a lightsaber. It reminds me of, like, teenage girl makeup with the glitter, like some eyeshadow. It actually looks like some lip gloss I've got maybe that I got at of. Bath and Body Works that's cupcake flavored. That's my problem with it. Oh, and I don't like the way how hard it is to turn to get the little point out. It is hard. I actually, I kept hitting the igniter button on the lightsaber thinking it would be spring loaded, but it's a twist turn and it's a hard twist. I don't necessarily like the hilt as much as I thought I would because the Mace Windu, you know, the thing I like about Mace Windu's saber is it's blinged out. It's got gold all over Mm -hmm. it. Here, they just kind of gave it about as much quality as a Hasbro roleplay Mace Windu saber. You've got the silver chrome Mace base but the other thing is the grip it's this hard plastic it's not a nice soft rubber and just writing with it already a little it's already become uncomfortable in my fingers and like it feels like i'm starting to get a blister Hmm. i know i think that you need to really study the pictures before you buy these to make sure it's something that you will actually like because it does not look like a lightsaber at the end i don't know how i missed that at toy fair We saw it under glass only, and the pictures, it is ever so slightly translucent. Mm -hmm. You can skit some light through it, and I think when I was hitting it with my flash, it was showing as more translucent than it appears when you see it in person. To be honest, I feel kind of not very manly using it, and it may go from being the beater pen to the the up-on-the-forums-for-trade pen. Mm, All of them? No, that would be the return to startwarsshop.com pen. I'm not there. I just don't feel like I thought it'd be really cool if I had a purple lightsaber pen. Like when I was in college, I went through this phase where I would only sign my name in green ink. You're not even Irish, though. No, I was told in my psychology class that green ink and green colors create a sense of serenity in the reader. And I wanted people to be happy. And so I would only write my name. That is amusing coming from you. I wanted if you thought of Arnie, I wanted you to be calm. Oh, my God. And oh, my God. One time on a very hard test, I bought green pens for everybody in the class to use so the teacher would be in a good mood while grading them because they were essay that tests. That does sound like something you would do. So, Did uh, you guys all get points taken off for using green ink? No. Oh. It was the same teacher who told us to use green ink for good moods, so it all worked out. But I 
kind of thought I might go back to that where I have just a pen I use anytime I write a check, which is a once what? a year. <laughs> What's a check? <laughs> but this ain't the pen I was looking for. So I'm, I'm really disappointed. I also don't like the sticker that seems very hard to remove. This is copyright 2008 Lucasfilm Limited. 2008? 2008. It's almost 2011. I'm aware. So yeah, I'm kind of disappointed in the pen. This pen is not mightier than the lightsaber. Let's go on to talk about a couple of things that are really cool. First, we got an early Christmas gift from a family member. Yeah, my dad's wife decided she was going to encourage our love of Star Wars, which she always does. She's always there encouraging us and telling everyone about us that she can. But she gave us a wreath for Christmas, all filled with Hallmark ornaments and it's really cool. And they made it like black and red and these cool silvery and clear things. So it looks very out of the Star Wars universe versus just throwing some action figures on a green wreath. Which they did on StarWars.com a few Actually, years back. they did it again this year. It's the same thing. They recycled it. Oh, I yeah. remember seeing it for a few years back. And I don't know why you'd take cool Hasbro figures and paint them all green just to look like an army man. I thought they were the Hulk at first, the first time I saw it. <laughs> I mean, I can understand. I I probably wouldn't paint them green. I have done it with Galactic Heroes and Hasbro action figures. And you I know what would be cooler is to go like metallic red and metallic silver. I don't think you even gold. need to paint the figures though. You I, could though. I mean, well, Hasbro obviously thought you had to with the Red Vader. Yeah. Oh but God, that was here. This was a professional wreath maker. This wasn't just like a home crafty no. thing. And she's known for making really nice wreaths, but not usually Star Wars wreaths. No. And my stepmom went out and I can't believe she did this. She bought all of 2010's Hallmark Star Wars ornaments and got them on this wreath. And it's really cute because she had the lady group them by scene so that they go together. The ones that go together, go together. She even got the Lando, which is hard to find. And I can't believe it. Like, a month or two after the ornament release, she stumbled upon a stash of Landos at the Mall of Hallmark. This is very cool. And you know what? I don't think you need a professional wreath maker to do this. This is something you could do at home. Oh, this is easy to do. Because I, I think the symmetry was off because we got the wreath. And when we got home, Vader's cape had fallen off. And I'm like, well, they didn't even have a Vader this year. Where'd the Vader come from? And then Vader's helmet came off. And I was really getting confused. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm breaking out the super glue. Then I found... There was a removable helmet Vader action figure that looked like it came out of somebody's garage sale there. I'm like, all right, this has got to go because we got a nice Hallmark ornaments yeah, and here. I think they just wanted to include Vader was the thing. Well, it was a cheap Hasbro toy. Uh, one of these things is not like the other. And when I was undoing him, I just realized they just used some green wire and wrapped it around his neck. So we can easily just take some green wire. You can find a wreath or get a wreath made. I really like the red and blacks of this wreath because it's very Star Warsian. Well, the red and black with these clear things that look like icicles and frost covered branches really make it stand out of Star Wars, I think. She did a fabulous job on this. I think you could take this and really, you know, bam, take it to the next level. <laughs> I think you could do big themes of this. Yeah. Like, imagine doing a red and black wreath that's all like Darth Maul and Darth Vader. Or do a blue and white wreath, mm. or even a blue, white, and gold that's all R2 and 3PO. That'd be very cute. And then you could do like a silver and white or a silver and black wreath and do all starships. And have, like, the Star Destroyer and the Death Star. Mm -hmm. You could take – there's so many Hallmark ornaments. And if you aren't 
particular about needing a box, you can get them less than retail a lot of times on eBay. And you could get a whole bunch of these ornaments, some of the older ornaments, and really work up some nice wreaths. Now, I realize we're telling you this a little bit late, but we got this as a gift. But for next year, I think I've got some great ideas for some wreaths to put around and maybe to give as gifts to whoever next year's secret Sithmith Santa is. Mm -hmm. So something to keep in mind if you want a cool and unique holiday item. And it's not too late. Head down to Michael's, get a wreath, head over to Hallmark, get some items, get some green wire. You got a Star Wars wreath. Mm-hmm. It's called floral wire, too. You can use that to do that. Marjorie with the knowledge. Now, finally, we talked about this earlier in the show. I've been playing with my toys this week. I know. That's kind of weird. I don't know what it is that brings out the eight-year-old boy in me quite as much as remote control vehicles. Because they're fun. Especially like if they shoot things. This remote control hair fire droid, we've been seeing it since Toy Fair. And yeah, the purists are like, well, the wheels are too big. It is not to scale. This isn't Who cares? supposed it's to fun. be studio scale. This is like, I remember as a kid, do you remember the big monster truck Bigfoot? Yep. And all the toys that have a Bigfoot and remote control Bigfoot that would go over rocks and everything. This is the Bigfoot of the Star Wars universe because you get some giant rubber tires. This thing is fun, fast, and full of fire. It does go faster than I thought it was. You could actually ram somebody with it. And then the firing action, now they don't hurt when you get hit with them. The biggest problem is there's, what, 18 of them? Yes, 18 flying projectiles. That roll when they hit a hard surface. So Arnie shot them at me while I was standing in the kitchen, and they rolled everywhere. It created quite a tripping hazard. Yes, it did. And we immediately lost one. Now, Hasbro knows you're going to lose these because they actually included four extra. So I'm like, that is smart to know that there is no way kids are going to keep track of these projectiles after shooting them at the pets. And getting three is not enough. Three extras. No. I couldn't believe how fast it ran. And it's really easy to control because you get two levers and one is for each wheel. So you push both forward to go straight, push the right one forward to turn... Put the left one forward, turn the other way. I never quite got hold of which way I'm turning with which one, depending on which way it's going. I think it would be easier if I always pushed left, it turned left. But this thing was so much fun. Moves so fast. Good control. The distance on the remote control is not so good. I could only go about one room away, about 20 feet away, before the Hailfire droid stopped responding. I haven't tried to drive it yet because I am notoriously uncoordinated when it comes to things like that. Driving games like on the computer like Mario Kart or that South Park Road Rage game, I am terrible at it. I just can't get that from my brain to my hands. It's a wonder I can drive a car, to be honest. Now, we mentioned earlier about the pets. I didn't put away the Chihuahua before playing with this i set it down and i think our dog logan thought it was a toy for him as he was sniffing it and i didn't want to hurt the dog or anything so i decided to make the hailfire droid go in reverse because (laughs) the dog was in front of the hailfire droid so i just moved the hailfire droid back this thing has a loud engine it is a very loud whirring sound the dog skidded all over the floor and (laughs) ran thinking that it was gonna hurt him and now he's afraid of the Hailfire droid. And whenever I'm playing with the Hailfire droid, he gets up on a high surface and just kind of watches and gets perturbed. If it's any consolation, you threw the Hailfire droid remote control on him the same day that he was introduced to my big Galactus. And Galactus freaks him out. So he's really worried right now. But 
I did not shoot him with any of the projectiles. I saved that and shot Marjorie with them. Yeah, they didn't hurt. I was a little disappointed because they don't go very high up. They stay at around a foot, which is great, I suppose, if you're firing them at other action figures, which is, I guess, what this is for. It does come with a clone and all. But come on, let's face it. You're shooting people. If you have 18 projectiles and you only have to pull one trigger and just hold it in and you just keep shooting them, you're not shooting your figures. You're shooting your sister. Yeah, I think so. I think it'd be fun to have two of them in play. Although, I'll tell you, it did get really old having to stop and look for all the little projectiles. And then one of them, I have my pants rolled up because my pants are always too long because I'm short. And we thought we lost one. He hauled out one of the extras. And I could tell he was disappointed at having lost one already. It was within five minutes of opening (laughs) the box. And I moved and it flew out of my pant leg. Yeah, I wish the projectiles also fired a little bit different. You hold it in to continue the fire, but it just, I guess the motor has to rotate a full cycle because fire three, pause, fire three, pause, (laughs) fire three. So it's not like you can really bombard somebody with all 18 at once. I would prefer you hold it in and just boom, 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 boom. Yeah, but then it'd probably need more batteries and it'd be heavy. I wouldn't care. Okay. It would be cool, but it is a very fun toy. It has every bit the play value of the ad at at half the cost and again it was 35 dollars at target which is why i bought a second one to play with i really recommend the hellfire droid and look for it on sale after christmas there's always after christmas sales keep your eyes open i think this is a can't miss toy and the best rc toy hasbro has put out compared to all those flying debacles the problem with the flying ones is they have to get the mechanics of the flying in there so it takes away from the ship design. Mm-hmm. This, sure, it's not a perfect hair fire droid, but you know what? These rubber tires, they go over dog toys real easy. I <laughs> drove over some like four inch dog toys. It didn't slow the hail fire droid down one bit. That's why I started thinking of the Bigfoot truck. With these tires, it can go over a large obstacle. And it's like having four-wheel drive on a car, having two-wheel drive on your hail fire droid. The two wheels are spinning independently with two separate motors. And so if one gets caught up, the other one keeps going and drags the other one behind it and you get over good obstacles. <laughs> I'm not saying it could go up the stairs, but it got over anything I tried to get it to do. You know what would be fun? Ramp jumping. Oh, God. You really are an eight-year-old boy. (laughs) That's enough of what we've gotten this week. Let's see what you guys are finding in our voicemail. Hi, Arnie and Marjorie. Um, Quick thing, regarding that four-pack of coffee cups with the uh, Unleashed artwork on them, with Vader, Boba Fett, Luke, and Han, I bought them yesterday, and what I didn't realize is they're actually double-sided, but it's not Vader on both sides, for instance. One cup has Vader on one side and Luke on the other side, and the other cup is fat back with Han. So it's not four cups with four distinct artworks. It's essentially, you know, two of each cup. Uh, also, one thing that I hadn't noticed anywhere else was there is a, a larger coffee cup on sale um, or available, and it has artwork from all six movies on it, and it comes with a much bigger base with the Imperial and Rebel logos all around it. Um, I saw that at Rite Aid for $14.99, and the coffee cups were $24.99 for the four-pack, but they were on sale this week half off, so $12.99 plus tax, best price I could find around. Of course, by the time this goes on next week's show, that sale will be over, but something else to look for a uh, day after Christmas as well. Um, i got to go. I'm going to wait for work. Bye. 
Yeah, I guess maybe we weren't clear. I did know that there were only the two mugs because I ended up just getting one set, two mugs to display loose and two mugs to drink out of. And in the photos, I actually showed the rotation where you'd see that the Luke and the Vader were together and the Fett and the Han were together. If you look at the photo archives on the Enhanced Podcast or on SWActionNews.com. As for the price, people are kind of complaining about the price. Like 25 is the highest I've seen it. I ended up finding it for 15 at Kmart, and I also found that Stein you're talking about at Kmart. It's not really a coffee mug, although I guess It'd it could be. It'd be a hell be. of a coffee mug, which yeah. would be awesome. It's really more of a Stein. It comes with some of the carcinogen candy in it. It's gasoline candy. That's what I prefer to call it because it tastes like petroleum. But it is a cool Stein. I found that at Kmart for $9.99, so you can check Kmart's for those to see if there's any still left. Thanks for calling. Hey, Marnie. Hey, Orangey. Uh, this is Dr. Pickman from the forums. Um, excuse me, just got my tooth pulled a couple of hours ago, but I went by my Target where I work at to get my prescription. And I was walking by and noticed where the trading card collection uh, section is. It had stars, dog tags. I didn't know if anyone's noticed that or not. I looked on the forums, I didn't see anything. But I posted it under uh, collecting stories under Star Wars dog tags. It uh, looked like a trading card pack at first, but. I got a general grievous in mind. They also come with a trading card, and also there's supposedly a special rainbow foil card in these. Kind of cool looking, a little nice looking. Looks like it's on a piece of aluminum, but mine's 20 of 24. Um, cool. I didn't know if anybody knew about that. Thanks a lot, you guys. Keep up the great show. Thanks. Well, Curiosity, or his wife, killed the podcast host, so I picked <laughs> up a couple of these dog tags. Now, there is a checklist that comes with them, and it shows me that, yeah, there are 24 of them, and they are all Clone Wars characters. So there's not going to be any original trilogy here, which immediately takes away some of the fun for me. I was kind of hoping we might get some OT in this. You've got Anakin, Obi-Wan, Ahsoka, Yoda, Mace, Kit, Plu, Isla, 3PO, R2, a clone, Captain Rex, Cody, Gree, Ara Singh, Bosk, Super Battle Droid, Dooku, Asajj, Grievous, Pre Vizsla, Boba Fett, Jabba the Hutt, and Cad Bane. The first one I opened was the Anakin. And, you know, actually, the metal on the dog tag isn't so bad. I was really thinking these would be some cheap plastic, like, keychain type things. But it's got a nice metallic sheen on the dog tag. I think it is either the most lightweight of tin or plastic, but... It has a better feel to it than I expected. I expected it to be really cheap plastic. I actually think it's some sort of enamel that is like a... You know what a leaf is? Like when you put a gold leaf on something? Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is because it, it it's not solid metal in the middle. It doesn't feel like it. It's very lightweight. And with it, you get a corresponding trading card. I've got the Anakin one here. It says rank general of the Republic classification Jedi Knight. Anakin Skywalker has been an accomplished warrior and freedom fighter since childhood. During the galaxy-wide tumult of the Clone Wars, he leads the various clone armies of the Republic in countless battles against separatist forces. Possessing superior force abilities, Skywalker often works with fellow Jedi Obi-Wan Kenobi and a young Padawan Ahsoka Tano. Why don't you open the second one? Here, you can have this one back. Now let me ask you something. Have you regretted this yet? Oh, it's it's hot. You I'm wearing it right now. It's so hot. So you think this is the look that is going to be taking the country look, by storm? If something ever happens to me, you better throw these suckers on because you'll be cleaning up. Got it. I got an Obi-Wan. I guess it's fitting you got Anakin and Obi-Wan. 
I wonder if those are the most common ones, because these are number one and two. And it's just strange that I bought two and got number one and two. Or it's just luck. I'm sure it's an Alanis Morissette song somewhere. You asked if I regretted these yet. No, not yet. All right, maybe a little. A little pricey, but I wanted to see what they were all about, so I bought them. They're not as bad as I'd expected, but I'm certainly uh, not buying any more. That's a relief. It really is. If they threw some original trilogy art on here, though, I might have a problem. It wouldn't make it any better. If there was a Greedo, and I don't mean that Clone Wars abomination of Greedo that is way, should be there way that many years before A New Hope. Well, don't you know it's a very small galaxy, and these people just really keep recycling the same storylines over and over? And we hope your tooth is doing well. Hey, Arnie and Marjorie, it's Barrett, Master Collect Them All from the forums, your friendly neighborhood holocron enhancer, and I'm just calling in to announce the winner of the Spoonful of Star Wars contest uh, that we mentioned a couple podcasts ago, which one of our lucky listeners would win a book of paintings by Buona Spoons that was signed that I got from DesignerCon. So, and the winner is, without further ado, Jedi Partner, Jedi Partner, you are the winner. So, uh, once you hear this, I believe you get in contact with myself on the forums, and uh, we'll get your information, I'll get that uh, book of paintings out to you, lickety-split. So, I'll talk to you guys soon. Congratulations, Jedi Partner. That's Dale. And you can just PM Master Collect them All on the forums to give him your shipping information. Or Boy Everest, as he's known. Now, a reminder, we're still giving away the Ahmed Best autograph from London Film and Comic-Con. We're extending that because the winner didn't get in contact with us before. It is not a curse. It's okay. It's Ahmed Best. He's awesome. All you have to do is tweet something in Gungan and tag SW Action News on it and also use the hashtag Misa Free, M-E-S-A-F-R-E-E. We are going to run that contest until January 15th. So you have until January 15th to tweet something in Gungan with hashtag Misa Free and tag SW Action News on it. So all you need is a Twitter account. It's free. And you can get Ahmed Best's autograph, which is a rare autograph. So all you autograph hunters, Misa Free. Hey, Arnie and Marjorie, this is Ty, TIE Fighter on the forums here in Utah. Just want to let you know, I stopped by my local Walmart and was able to pick up Kato, the female bounty hunter, as well as the Walking Dead Genosin. I have been kind of getting into zombies lately, and I thought that this was a great figure ever since I heard about it, and I got the firefighting, uh, or not firefighting, but fire flamethrower uh clone trooper i've been waiting for this uh, zombie uh genosin to come out and so i uh pretty was pretty excited about it just put them together it's quite a quite a put together after you pull them out of the package there's quite a bit of pieces that you have to put on them and you can if you got a whole army of them you could have some with ripped off wings or you know legs or whatever so it, it's a great figure so um kato um, she is pretty cool. Her helmet pops up and everything. Uh, and, uh, yeah, 
all around two good figures from the Clone Wars. I'm very picky on my Clone, War fi- Clone Wars figures. I uh, don't pick up every one of them unless they're on super clearance or something. But um, if I see them and I like them, I pick them up. If I don't like them, I leave them on the peg. So just want to let you know and good hunting. I'm still waiting to get that wave from Brian's Toys, but I saw them at Walmart this past week. Wow, what a cool wave of figures. Just the Clone Wars figures keep getting better wave after wave. They started off not impressing me. Hasbro is really doing great with some of these secondary character designs. I really think that it's looking good and I can't wait to see what they have to show at Toy Fair in just a couple months. Thank you all to everyone who called. Remember, you can call our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI. 415-508-JEDI. Now I'm getting sued. Yes, you are. We want to know what you're finding and what you think about what you're finding, so give us a call. Or you can send an iPhone voice memo or MP3 to show at SWActionNews.com. Now to our final topic of this week, Star Wars on television. It's a big week for Star Wars parodies. We've got both Family Guy and Robot Chicken within 48 hours of each other. Some website, I can't remember which one, called it Battle of the Seths between Seth Green and Seth MacFarlane. Yes, but it's funny because Seth Green is also on Family Guy. That was Chris. And Seth MacFarlane's the voice of the Emperor on Robot Chicken. So take that as you will. Now, the Family Guy Blu-ray DVD comes out Tuesday. And I'm kind of disappointed I didn't pre-order because there had been the special editions. I got the t-shirt for the first one at Best Buy and the lunchbox on the second one at Best Buy. I hastily ripped open my Best Buy ad Sunday morning and saw, well, yeah, they're going to have it on Blu-ray. But there's no specialness unless you want to buy the trilogy of two movies you probably already own and then a third movie. That is a problem with things where you don't know if they're going to put out a second and third one, and then you buy it, and they put out a second one, and then you're like, all right, and the next thing you know, well, you're kind of screwed. And then last night, Robot Chicken Star Wars 3 aired, and I gotta say I was a little nervous going into it. I mean, I know we had Matt and Seth on the show, great guys, but, you know, part three kind of feels a little obligatory. You kind of sometimes wonder if the well is dry. I actually think this one was the best of all three. It certainly was a contender. I'd have to rewatch one and two to be sure. But I was really entertained the full hour. It was much better than I'd anticipated. And admittedly, I went in a little bit nervous. We hadn't seen a whole bunch of clips. No. The trailers had all been very rapid cut, not really showing me very much. And I never... They were very obscure as far as what you were seeing. Mm -hmm. They're more stylistic than actually advertising the show. And they kept talking about Gary the Stormtrooper. That's always, you know, it's kind of like, that's kind of been done, the everyday Stormtrooper. I was afraid it would be all about Gary the Stormtrooper. And then they started off and it was the whole Emperor Palpatine flashing back. It worked for me, though. I think those were some of my favorite scenes where the whole going through the prequels and showing it from the points of view of... And I don't know why, but I'm a sucker for anything that uses Teenage Wasteland. (laughs) I love that song. I don't like The Who, but I love that song for some reason. I don't care who covers it. It just has a very epic feel to it. I thought it was Let My Love Open the Door. No. (laughs) It's Teenage Wasteland. Oh, okay. I definitely think if you haven't seen it, definitely worth going to iTunes and paying for the download to watch on your Apple TV or Or if you just wait long enough, it'll probably play repeatedly on Cartoon Network. They already said the DVDs were coming. Uh I'm curious if the DVD will have a couple of my favorite parts, which was a commercial in the style of Robot Chicken for The Force Unleashed 2. Yeah, that was kind of bizarre. It was better than the game The Force Unleashed 2. 
And they even played that commercial in the right place chronologically. So I'm not even sure if it was really a commercial or really part of the show. I think it was a commercial because it showed all the MPAA stuff. And then we saw more commercials than them in the show. Okay. Well, they placed it chronologically, which was good. Mm-hmm. And I hope they keep it because there was a commercial break joke right there, too. But There were a few bits that kind of were like, all right, kind of tired of it. But for the most part, I thought the skits were pretty well written, pretty tightly I guess, acted out with the puppets and dolls. Plus, we're big fans of most of the voice talent there. Donald Glover, Donald Faison. Uh, The original Chocolate Bear, Donald Faison. Of course, Seth Green did, I think, 85% of the voices on there. Yeah, you know what's funny is I keep hearing Chris Griffin. But I'm a huge Seth MacFarlane fan, which I don't really care for necessarily all of his shows and everything that's done with him. But I love the man's voice. I Something about it is just very captivating to listen to him. I can listen to him do, do like thousands of voices just for me all day long. That would be kind of a weird thing, I guess. It I, would be. You'd be. Would you be keeping him in a jar in the basement and making us call him Brock Toon? Yes. And he would have to do Stewie and... Klaus. Klaus and Stan. Yeah. Well... I don't know if it's for everybody. I know that we at Star Wars Action News once in a while make a joke that may venture to PG-rated territory. I know we're mostly G. We may go PG, and every time we do, we get a letter. We know there's people out there just waiting, you know, to write a letter to whoever that says something slightly racy. I'm sure they're hating the Padme skit. And I'm just like, well, I bet a lot of our listeners just hit stop, but I loved it. I thought it was great. I loved the flash dance moment but yeah a couple skits went on too long the poor i thought that one kind of did go on too long the womp at the gas station went on a little bit too long i thought and i think finally after this year i am over boba fett i like that they made the joke that it was contractually obligatory because we bought too many action figures yeah one final note on this i was really impressed with the animation They really went above and beyond with the stop motion and the claymation and just had such smooth things and the camera work going on. They were playing with depth of field. I mean, I watch Robot Chicken regularly, but it's on so sporadically and so short that I'm not really giving it full attention for a full hour to pay attention to the cinematics of it. But they've come a long way since the first Robot Chicken Star Wars special. They really have. So definitely check it out and it'll be out on DVD. One final last bit of late breaking information if you're hearing this on the monday night slash tuesday morning when it's released today and tomorrow only get thee to toys r us for a two-day sale before christmas you want a clone wars y-wing 50 percent off Mm. you want some galactic heroes 50 percent off you want a captain rex helmet 50 percent off not really (laughs) all of these prices are good at toys r us.com and also no coupon necessary Buy one, get one 50% off, all Lego, except Pharaoh's Quest, but who cares? I don't even know what Pharaoh's Quest is. Maybe it's Boy Everest's son who's on a quest. He's got his own Lego set. I want to give a shout out to Darth Perry and to Darth Craveness for giving us the heads up on those sales. So check them out. Now, we will be back next week with the beginning of a multi-part retrospective series looking back on 2010 and collecting the year that was, the year of Empire. We're going to have some other swanlings joining us and some special guests. So we're looking forward to it, and we'll talk to you then. Thank you 
for listening to Star Wars Action News. You can find even more Star Wars coverage at our sister podcast, Republic Forces Radio Network, where we review each episode of the Clone Wars cartoon series. You can find that show at republicforces.com. If you're into Star Wars novels, check out the Star Wars Action News Book Club, where we read and review all the Star Wars novels. That podcast is at swactionnews.com. We want your feedback and suggestions for Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can be on Star Wars Action News by calling our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI or sending an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at swactionnews.com. All materials submitted become the property of Star Wars Action News and are subject to use on our show. You can help support Star Wars Action News by using the affiliate links on our homepage when shopping online. We would also appreciate it if you spread the word about Star Wars Action News by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, or just tell a friend about the show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, and you can also cast a vote for us each month at Podcast Alley. Links to both can be found on our homepage at SWActionNews.com. For more Star Wars collecting, please visit yakface.com, hanshideout.blogspot.com, and jedi-temple-archives.com, and we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. The Star Wars Action News team is web programmers Jason and Joe, associate produced by Brock, reporters Jerry and Steve, graphic design by Chris, and podcast enhancement by Berent. Star Wars Action News is copyright 2010, all rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademarked and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, all rights reserved. Until next time, may the pegs be stocked and the Force be with you. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Star Wars Action News is a production of Venganza Media Incorporated. The best part of waking up is Dark Lord in your cup. Oh, that's just gross, Arnie. How can you make something sexual out of coffee? I, mean, I wasn't making anything sexual out of that. It's coffee. I know, but it's Vader's coffee. I'm not making it sexual. Oh, dark side in your cup. Don't soil coffee. I'm not. It's the dark roast of the Sith. Okay. It's not like I said two Sith, one cup. Oh, Arnie!